1: Welcome to the RIA podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today I've got the good fortune to be interviewing Enzo Pellegrino. He is the founder of Texas Legacy Wealth Management. He's got over 20 years of experience working with clients planning for retirement and managing their investments. Forbes awarded Enzo one of America's top next generation wealth advisors, and he was also part of the best in state wealth advisors. He's also often featured on news radio, 1200 AM, as the money guy, and is, of course, well known throughout San Antonio. Enzo, thanks so much for joining us.
0: Hey, thanks for having me, Seth. Appreciate it. Looking forward to it.
1: Our pleasure. So let's go back in time a little bit. How'd you get in the business in the first place?
0: Yeah. So growing up, uh, I grew up in Central Texas and I had uh, parents that were entrepreneurs, small business owners. And so growing up, it was just kind of inbred in me as to uh, working every day and, and not taking any days off, et cetera. And so um, when I got into uh, college the nineteen in the late nineties the stock market was all the all the craze as you know the nineteen ninety nine and so as I started to dive in and learn a little bit because I was intrigued by all the buzz, um I tailored my college courses uh to that and ended up doing internships and and working at some at a financial firm um, but really, what kept me in the business was uh taking on my first client at the age of 20 uh, while I was still a sophomore or junior in college. And really, it was her experience that led me to stay in the business. And so she was a single mother uh, trusting a 20-year-old with with all of her assets, helping her plan for retirement, helping her kids plan for college, and et cetera. And just reminded me a lot of my mother and, and past family experiences and so it was really uh, not why I got into the business, but it was that experience of what I really learned that kept me in the business and, and keep us going today.
1: So that's an incredible story. You got me beat by two years. My first client was 22 right when I graduated from college. Yeah, um, so I'm impressed that you were able to start serving clients while still getting your education. Um, how did Texas Legacy Wealth Management get started?
0: Yeah, so after spending five years um, working at an independent financial firm, I decided to uh, break off and and join a different uh, independent broker-dealer, and uh, shortly thereafter, I started and decided that I really needed to have a lot more control over the processes and the way that the business was run. So we started, uh, I started the RIA, uh, Texas Legacy Wealth Management, which is now TLWM Financial. And and TLWM uh, started from that perspective of really needing to to be able to control um, the processes, the services, and the types of uh, ways we were managing clients and their
1: assets for them. That makes a lot of sense. Now, uh, who is an ideal client for you now?
0: So today, uh, we really look to take on you know good, solid individuals, families, um, $250,000 to $2 million, $10 million is a typical uh, type of client. But anybody that's looking to plan for retirement or just really has questions about what's going on in this economy, what's going on in this market, you know, how do they deal with inflation inside their portfolios? And ultimately, they want somebody that's going to be in constant communication with them stay on top of their financial planning needs, and be very active within uh, portfolios and the relationship of helping them try to achieve their goals.
1: Now, obviously, you built quite a decent, uh, a large-sized firm now, um, and you have other advisors who work with you and a support staff. Um, how big is the team in total?
0: Yeah, so we consist of uh, 10. We just expanded a footprint into Lubbock, Texas, uh, we're very proud to, uh, after recently acquiring a practice in Lubbock, at having opening up, opened up an office out there. Um, so our office consists of about 10. We have several CFPs, CFAs. I have a foundation of solid team members that really is uh, why we're able to do what we do, and um, they really make things run here. So I'm very blessed to have them, and I appreciate them day in and day out.
1: That is absolutely incredible. Congratulations on that. Um, How many clients are you serving total across the entire 10 p? you know, across the firm?
0: Yeah, so we work with about 600 households today, and those households get our undivided attention. So across the United States, we work with about 600 households.
1: That is absolutely incredible. How do you balance it all? Because obviously you have a family life, you have a personal life in addition to running a company and serving your own clients as well?
0: Absolutely. So one of the things uh, we may talk about is is having a process and being scalable and having uh, repeatable business processes. So one of the things that I did early on in the career is is create these processes and create this, this system that the business runs by so that no client's left behind, every client's taken care of, and and essentially, my trust in these processes, Seth, allow me to go to sleep at night knowing that nothing's going to fall through the cracks. It was super important to me because starting off, um, I would be up worrying when I didn't have these things if I missed something or forgot, if something was forgotten about or something may have slipped through the cracks. I never wanted that to happen for anybody. And so developing these things allow that balance and has allowed us to become a, a huge advocate for advisors retiring so that way they can create balance into their life as well. So, so really, it's trust in my team, trust in the processes and the infrastructure we've built, so we can, can really go out and enjoy life beyond work.
1: What are, I mean, what are you telling clients now in light of, we're not asking for any investment advice or any specific securities recommendations on this podcast, what are you telling clients now just in terms of general advice around the current market environment?
0: Yeah, so we're pretty different than a lot of other firms. One of the things that we believe in in regards to managing clients' investments is if we think that we're in tune or in store for a recession or a prolonged period of of being down, um, we believe in trying to protect accounts. So we have been uh, actively in protection mode within clients' portfolios for several months. And we've been very thankful that our systems that we, we rely on to help make those decisions um, have worked at this point. And so we're we're constantly monitoring. And so having being in protection mode and the market being way down since then is, is now really giving us an opportunity to look at buying at much cheaper prices than when we initially went. So, so we are um, having gone from defensive mode or in defensive mode, you know, now trying to think of, hey, things are really bad. Things look to be very you know, gloomy and, and there's not a lot of light at the end of the tunnel, but that's really when you're finding the best discounts, the cheapest prices and really position yourself for the next two, three, four, five years of growth once we come out of this. So we have been defensive. Um, we currently are defensive, but we're really starting to pivot and really think about how to be more offensive now that things are significantly cheaper than when we started the year.
1: Absolutely. You know, we tell our clients, you can't buy low and sell high if it never gets low. Mm -hmm. You know, when they have a sale at the grocery store and they use milk as a loss leader, everybody runs to go stock up on milk. Um, They don't say, oh, no, it's on sale. I better not buy it.
0: That's right. That's right. You know, when a lot of our clients, you know, here around Texas buy land or have real estate investments. And, you know, I tell them if they were looking at that same piece of real estate in January and now it's 20 percent less or 25 percent less it's the same piece of real estate. Would you buy that? Would you be happy about that? And a lot of the times the answer is yes. So it's very hard to picture stocks um, because it's not something that you can go in there and touch. It's tangible, et cetera. But when you can correlate that to a tangible asset, I think the, the concept becomes uh, clear.
1: Absolutely. I know you are a huge believer in um, client service and you've built something That keeps your clients informed, keeps them connected to you, keeps them abreast of their money. Um, How often are you touching your clients these days?
0: Yeah, so right now, when things are tough, we actually increase that communication. So it's every 30, 45 days uh, that we're reaching out to them 30, 45 days, 60 days. So those are the types of uh, increased communication. And of course, clients are speeding that up a little bit because they're calling in addition to us reaching out to us because everybody has questions, everybody has concerns. We like to pride ourselves in times like this to try to beat them to the punch, but but we do pick up the ball. We do work harder. Uh, Hours get a little bit longer, but it's all part of what we enjoy doing. So that communication is definitely increased right now. And then how are clients finding you? Yeah, so our general clients find us through referral. Um, we, 99% of our uh, clients come through organic growth. Uh, we take care of the clients that have entrusted us with their life savings. We try to do the best job we possibly can. And, and if they feel that a loved one, a friend or family member uh, would benefit from what we do, we ask them to, To pass our name to them. Um, So that's where 99% of our clients find us. And one of the things we enjoy is doing interviews like we're doing with you right now to help the general public and and really get the word out for, for people that we're not helping.
1: That makes a lot of sense. With all of the success you've achieved, what's your biggest challenge now?
0: You know, I think Maintaining um, an aggressive growth mindset is one of the things that, you know, especially coming in a- after COVID and going through lockdown and really just making sure that things were, were maintained. Um, you know, one of the things that you, when you get to a point in your practice that you really never thought you'd be at, you want to make sure that you continue to, to try to, to push the, the level. And so I think coming in each and every day and really not you know, thinking about what, what your personal goals are, but really thinking about how many more people can we be helping, how many times can we be doing a really good job, and, and how many other people need us, that keeps us moving forward.
1: And your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing?
0: Yeah, at the end of the day, it comes back down to that first client, Seth. Um, it always comes back down to taking care of the individual and making sure that the mission of our firm is getting uh, executed. And essentially, Seth, our job in our mind is, is if we can take care of all the questions that are bottled up inside of people's head, like, do I have enough money to retire? Will I outlive my savings? If we can, we can answer those things, we think that it's going to create capacity and allow them and afford them the opportunity to go out and live a better life and focus on the things that are really important to them, like family, like community, uh, volunteering, um, traveling. Those types of things are are really what keep us going day to day.
1: You've gotten quite a bit of recognition in terms of Forbes and America's uh, top next generation wealth advisors, best in state wealth advisors. What do you attribute your success to? Uh, You know, as much as those
0: awards kind of point to me as an individual i would be remiss without uh, acknowledging my team my team is my support they're the day to day they really are the lifeblood of the company and they they help us execute exactly what we're trying to do for each and every client so so the so the you know as much as those awards are you know have my name on it it, it is really a team effort and i attribute it to the team and i always come back to having a scalable, repeatable business, so that way we can serve each and every client the same way, regardless of whether they have 500,000 or they have 50 million. Whatever the case is, I want to make sure they're taken care of, and I want to make sure that they're not forgotten about, and I want them to know that they're really important to us. And so those are the things that, that attribute to, to that success.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I know that you are passionately committed to always improving the firm and your client service and yourself. What are some of the best books you've ever read?
0: Yeah. So, uh, starting off, this might not be a surprise, but the biggest, the best book that I've, I've read is when I was young and, and really starting my business, which was The E Myth. Uh, and it really talked about, you know, building a scalable business instead of just doing things one off. And it really helped me start to think about things in a much bigger form, even though it was just me and maybe my assistant at the time. As I started to think about things as in a much bigger scale, and you know, if I'm doing this, and if I hire two people or three people or four people or five people, I want this to all continue. I don't want to have to go back to the drawing board each and every time. Um, I would say that that was one of the most uh, important books that I've read starting my career.
1: And we greatly appreciate your time. We know it's incredibly valuable. For our folks watching and listening who want to learn more about you and the firm, where is the best place for us to send them?
0: Yeah, tlwmfinancial.com um, or our Facebook page uh, at TLWM Financial on Facebook. Um, we're very active in regards to posting there and, and doing ongoing commentary and market updates and things of that nature as well.
1: All right, this has been Seth Green with Enzo Pellegrino of T. LWMfinancial.com. Enzo, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, thanks, Seth.
0: Appreciate it.
1: Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. We'll talk to you or see you next time.